This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. And uh, it was another big day at Cheltenham. It was uh, day three, Paddy's Day, Ladies' Day. And uh, uh, yeah, we had plenty to talk about, didn't we, of course, from the trip. That's right. I look forward to listening back to the uh, podcast today so I can know what went on in the show. Yeah, it's going really good for him so he can keep up to date. So we had a chat. We had a birthday spread, a racing special, a T20 version with me and Charlie. Talking to Charlie, uh, he was out and about on the course and uh, managed to fill his boots alcohol-wise, as you'll discover. Our old mate Andy Smart joined us, and uh, I think that'll do you. So here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon, Paul. And it was the usual mayhem uh, leaving the course yesterday, except, of course, it was bucketing down. And, yes. Uh, we did enjoy the tight-suited, sockless bloke who fell over at the muddy crossing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was, was the first tremendous. one. He was the first faller and got a big <laughs> cheer, didn't he, really? Yes. And the blokes in front of us uh, singing or murdering Sweet Caroline. Yeah. So John came up with a great idea. We've all clubbed together, and we've sent Neil Diamond an air ticket <laughs> so he can come over to Cheltenham and tell him to stop singing his song and ruining yeah, it. That's good. He said, you know, it was, a, 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 yeah, it would be fantastic, wouldn't it? But good it might idea. Be a bit it? expensive. Now, I think he'd want more than an air ticket. He might want a fee as well. Yeah. <laughs> that's true, really. Yeah. Well, if I win today, I'll. Okay, fair enough. Fee. You can fund, yeah, good use of the money. That I think with everything that's going on, fund Neil Diamond to come over. <laughs> <laughs> and last night in the restaurant, yeah. uh, Rupert turned up late and uh, he was a little bit behind us on the... Well, this is very much his World Cup final. He's, he's, he's doing lots and lots of oh, media, yeah. is Rupert Bell. Our two top phone interviews with his steak in front of him. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Getting cold. Yes. But he's such a professional, he didn't mind. And uh, he didn't have his glasses with him, his reading glasses, and it was quite a low light. So he said to John, would you mind reading out the menu for me? Yeah. And, uh, you know, as, as John read it out, and I said, don't read it out like that. You've got to read it out in the style of Peter O'Sullivan. In a racing style. In a racing style. So what I did, I, I stole the menu from oh, the, wow, from okay. the uh, restaurant. And I thought we'd, uh, we'd we'd give it a go. So this is the Coat Ribeye Steaks. <laughs> ribeye Steaks Steaks. <laughs> okay, the Coat Ribeye Steaks You can steaks. start us off. 
Uh, and they're off, and it's creme caramel, creme caramel from creme brulee, creme brulee from chocolate fondant, chocolate fondant from Praline Crepes, Praline Crepes is over to Andy Jacobs. As across the Melling Road is chocolate and salted caramel tart from cheese plate, cheese plate, cheese plate, seasonal berry pavlova from Tartetan, Tartetan coming on the right side, and as we come back over the Melling Road, it's back to Andy Smart. And coming out of the chocolate mousse, chocolate mousse is going really well now, the ice cream strawberry up on the outside with troubles, troubles coming through, and it's troubles all the way! Here we are, fantastic. That's a man who knows how to do it. First, first race, first race of the afternoon there. We never got round to these specials, no. the blueberry and almond tart, or the chocolate deliche. Oh, no, I was on them as non-runners. well. Non-runners, they were non-runners. Because of the going, I didn't like the going. I've decided what the worst job in Britain is. Oh, yeah. It's cleaning Andy's portaloo after Cheltenham week. Yeah, oh and we've often, whenever we wander back into uh, uh, Cheltenham Town Centre, uh, uh, we, there's nothing to do with you, Andy, nothing to do with either of you, Andy. No, Andy no. Smart was the third voice you heard there, of course. Mm. And, uh, yeah, Andy's lose do mm. very well in the Portaloo business because people get halfway into town, they realise they should have gone before they <laughs> yeah. left the course. They're not going to make it. Yes. <laughs> And uh, I'll tell you, I've got to be honest, I've mm. seen some sites there where there's only two or three loos and quite a lot of boys think the sink's a fair game. It's oh, very, oh, no. very poor. Very there's, poor there's, there's a few water in the trees in the park as well. <laughs> yeah, now, you may uh, notice our producer, John Cadigan, holding his shoulder today. He's holding like a sling. Yes. Because he injured himself in the hotel pool this morning doing underwater dressage. Yeah. <laughs> Surely that's synchronised swimming. Yeah. Did you wear the nose clips? I think, good at yeah. those. Him and the assistant producer were doing underwater dressage. <laughs> that's the, shouldn't they be at work? <laughs> and uh, we did hear about DJ Ed, who works on The Breakfast Show, of course. Yes. Uh, parking his hire car in the wrong place and getting it towed away. I was thinking, yeah. that's so talk sport. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Brilliant. It is. It's very much so, yeah. Yes, yeah, jolly good. Is uh, that it? Well, I can save a bit for later. Yeah. Yeah. like that'll do um andy smart as we said he's with us and andy um you're saying today is quite a difficult day from a, a punter's point of view because quite it, a lot of big fields a lot of big fields uh, there's there's obviously there's some uh, good favorites uh, running out there as well though so you've got um galloping Deschamps in the in the 130 has got a really good chance in the t it's basically a two horse race with bob ollinger there and uh Alaho, the the uh, mullins horse in the 250 has got a really good chance and uh, then after that, <laughs> it gets a bit lost. Uh, I've got lots of... Uh, everything down here is written each way, so... Yeah, lots of 22-24 field uh, races. Although, do you think yeah. we'll see some dropping out because of the conditions or...? We've, we've already lost about nine, yeah. Right, so, OK. Um, because it's um, it's heavy in places, soft, heavy in places today, yeah, isn't it? It's a bit like this show, tacky. Yeah, <laughs> it is quite tacky, yeah, it's true. It, the, the, the really soft stuff is just here in front of us right? At, uh, on the last sort of three furlongs. So it's the, the worst place you can get soft going when when they're just getting tired yeah. and they come into that mud. So that's probably where they're being pulled out. And we saw the going yesterday when it got heavy effect some of those older horses, maybe even horses yeah, like yeah, Tiger yeah. Roll that just had, didn't have it still didn't in the legs. Didn't have the energy, yeah. Yeah, Venetia Williams wanted them to water the course again. <laughs> I think she did. <laughs> Churn it up a bit more, that's right, yeah. So, um, we'll catch up with Andy a little bit later on. Don Goodman's going to be joining us. Well, I think we're, we're going to catch up with Peter Crouch later on as well. Ian Bell is with us. Uh, of course, we've got the uh, day two of the... Uh, the second test in Barbados, and we'll keep you in mm. touch with that. It's going to be live over on TalkSport 2, live and exclusive coverage from uh, 2 o'clock, don't forget, but uh, we'll get uh, Ian's thoughts on that today. Talk a bit of Villa. Yep. Um, beyond that, we've got four live races. We said with Rupert Bell and Lizzie Kelly. Gareth Southgate's going to announce his squad, and our England correspondent, Faker, others will be here to reveal that at 2 o'clock. I'm no doubt we'll hear from Gareth throughout the afternoon. 
And, yeah, that's just about it. I think that's we should right. It's good on. that it's Ladies' Day, though, isn't it? There's actual women here. There, yes, yes <laughs> that's an awful lot. 30 to 1, in the, I reckon, the ratio in the first two days was incredible. There were hardly any women here. It was yeah. amazing. Well, that's changed today. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Charlie Baker has joined us. Uh, Charlie is here. Uh, he's been out and about on the course. I think we're going to... Mm. He's been catching up with different people over the last couple of days, and he'll, yeah. he'll keep doing that. But he's, he's trying to, to, he's to trying interview Sir Alex Ferguson. That's so not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's his bold. He's, he's going to go for I said it. Him, ask him try. during the race when his horse is running. Yeah. <laughs> can I? Nice. You got a couple of minutes, Sir Alex. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> can with I that, just Charlie. grab you a second? <laughs> you are intrepid. You can watch that on the telly after. <laughs> Although I went in the Guinness Village earlier on St Patrick's Day. Oh yeah. Could I find anybody Irish? That's at amazing. Cheltenham that no. day. I mean, we did. We found four in the end. Okay, well, well done. done. <laughs> it's not yes. normally difficult. No. So, Andy, you decided um, to give us a... We're going to have a T20 birthday spread as it's Thursday. Yes, I thought I'd, I'd do, should pick out birthdays from the Racing Post. Yeah. Oh, so lovely. none of us have heard of these people. Really. No. Well, I don't think so. Anyway, uh, I've got the odds, though. Paul is four to six on. Yeah. Charlie, 20 to one. Pele, 100 to one. Oh, oh OK. Lovely. Well, it's difficult for Pele. <laughs> yeah, of course. But Pele is here. I think he can yeah. join us now. There he is. So five okay. birthdays. Uh, I, maybe I'll kick it off. That means, yeah, it might be the easiest thing. Uh, okay. Yes. No looking at my notes. Oh, of course exactly. not. No, Stop no, looking no. at his no, notes, I'm not. I'm not at I wouldn't cheat, Stop Charlie. looking at him. Wouldn't cheat. The idea is <laughs> we have five cheat. birthdays. We have to try and guess the ages of these people mm. from the world of racing. We don't know. And there'll be a margin of error that builds with our guesses. The one with the shortest margin of error after five birthdays today is the winner. Yeah. That's it, basically. Thank okay. that, Paul. All right, thank you. Okay, it's a happy birthday to the five-time champion jockey in France, Cash Asmussen. Cash Asmussen. And when he was riding in England, I put him up for a while. Oh, yeah. And he slept in our loft. It was good to have Cash in the attic. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Come on. on. Can you remind us what he is again? He's the the five-time champion champion jockey. (laughs) Yes. Five times champion jockey of France. Okay, 62. I haven't got a clue, Charlie. Not a clue. This is very volatile. Uh, when he went out, cash out. Um, OK, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll go uh, 62, you've said, of you, Paul? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 59. Oh, OK, he's 60. Oh, I think we did quite well. Very good for a guess, wasn't it? So you keep in score, the producers keep in score. What's it's the gone. score? It's 62 plays... Uh, no, it's not. It's three plays one. OK. Yeah. Please I, don't guess the same as Paul. Some bloke came up to me at Brentford and he really had a go at me. So I wasn't happy about that. <laughs> well, furious about it. Yeah, furious. So people get Paul's lead of knocking it about at the back. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, okay. three plays one. Charlie in the lead. OK, yeah, it's Charlie's turn to go first. It's the jump jockey turned jockey's valet. Mm. Chris Maud. Chris oh, Maud. Gosh. And funnily enough, Chris popped over to see me when Cash Asmussen was staying with us. Yeah. It was a lovely summer's day, so I said, come into the garden, Maud. That's right, yeah. <laughs> All the latest hits from Andy Jacobs. <laughs> wow, wait. Can you, Paul, can you stop looking at Andy's notes, I'm not please? looking at his notes. I'm I just, just saw you looking at his notes. <laughs> looking at his notes. Do you have a guess, Charlie? <laughs> 48. Not a clue. 55. Uh, 53. Ooh, not bad, though, really was it? Well. Not bad. So I was two out there, so I know that puts me on five. But what does that put Charlie on? Puts Charlie on six. What a ding-dong do we've Ooh. got. Me to go first on the next one in this racing T20 special. OK, it's the... Uh, where is he? The seven-time leading... Paul will tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's the, second, it's the second one down on the right-hand side. Seven-time <laughs> leading owner in, in New York. In New York. In New York. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, 
Maybe you were in the Guinness Village. It wasn't. It's Michael Michael Dub. Start spreading the news. Michael Dub. I Anyway, sorry, Andy. What's his name? I've forgotten. Michael Dub. Michael Dub. Very big on the reggae scene. The top DJ Skrillex was staying with Michael when he tripped on the stairs and broke his toe on the dubstep. Oh, oh lovely. Very oh, nice. I used to see very coming good. to the Garden Moor to dubstep. Lovely. <laughs> yeah, we get? I cover everything. Oh, it's like Friday what night is he doing? music night. What is he doing in New York? <laughs> it's the seven-time leading owner. Okay. Uh, 75. Going to go for it. 62. Oh, okay. Ooh, 66. Oh, yes. Ooh. Come on now. Let's see what that's done to the scores. The producer, uh, I'm on 14, and Charlie finds himself on 10. Get so, in. Uh, just two more to go. Charlie goes first on this one. Okay, it's Gareth Charles Jones, rider of 10 of spades and Newlar. Gareth Charles Jones, posh or Irish, yeah. obviously a friend <laughs> of Rupert Charles and Sir Jones. Johnny Weaver. <laughs> is Charles Jones a double barrel name? Was yes, that his middle is. name? Okay, Charles Gareth Jones. Charles Jones. Gareth Charles Jones, yeah. Who is it? Me or it's you, Charlie. Uh, yes. yes, you. Gareth Charles Jones. Gareth Charles Jones. 52. Gareth Charles Jones, 57. Mm. 61. Oh, oh doing man. Really this is down the way. For absolute guesses of who these people are. I, I find know. myself on 18. And a nine to 18 plays 19 going into the into last. Into the last. Um, and that means uh, I will go first because I'm currently in the lead slightly. But here we go, Andy. OK, it's uh, what is his name? It's George Goldie. He's the assistant to Jim Goldie. And uh, George designed the toilet in our house, actually. The flush has echoes of his family. It's a Goldie-looking chain. Hey! <laughs> Good jokes today. Oh, bad, well, are they? Yeah. And it's almost like better when you don't know who they are. Yeah. Is he a trainer? I'll just do racing post every week. Is he a, I'll take his assistant. Trainer's assistant. Yes, trainer's it? assistant. Okay, George yeah. Goldie, Jim Goldie. 63, Ooh. I'm going to go. 63. Mm. I think he's an assistant, and if he's someone's son. Well, this is the last name, so you yeah, need to think I'm about gonna it. I'm going to go lower. Yeah. I'm going to go. Don't help 50, me, man. 50. 50. 54. Oh! <laughs> I know he was the assistant, but I just thought he might be. It could have been like someone from the 50s or something. Come on now. Yeah. This, uh, this counts. This counts on the scoreboard, Don't Jeff Peters. It does. It does count. It's a beer match. <laughs> Jeff Peters. So bitter. Look Jeff, at him. What was the final score? 31-25. Yes. Yeah. Well, just, just a bit of fun. I certainly, <laughs> I certainly didn't take it And you seriously. were cheating as well. You lost and you were cheating. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. And there's a prize today. It's, it's a week's uh, holiday in New York. <laughs> yeah. I'm so looking forward to it. the Ryanair. I've got my own Ryanair chase at the moment. I'm trying to get a refund on four flights to Alicante. <laughs> hey. he, he's trying to get a little bit of lounge work at the next year's show. What a day this has been. Yeah, it's fantastic. What's your name, sir? Oh, Sir Alex Ferguson. you got five minutes. <laughs> uh, thank you, Charlie. Thank you very we'll much, let you gentlemen. get out and about. It's yeah, lovely, lovely day again. Fantastic. Mm, there we find some people. Uh, an impromptu birthday special. Alex Ferguson. Hope you did slightly better than me in what was basically just a bit of fun. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yesterday, of course, was a day for outerwear. I know you're a big fan of outerwear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, a bloke in the uh, Paddy Powerbox wearing a terrible, do you know if you saw it? Yeah. Dreadful yellow overcoat. I did see that. It was like a Rupert Bear duffel coat, but in yellow, <laughs> wasn't it? The shop he bought it from must have been so delighted to get rid of it. <laughs> well, honestly. as a man, you worked in menswear, Andy, and you've yeah. told us before, sometimes you go off to a, a fashion sticker. show, you get carried away, and you come back with what you call a sticker. <laughs> what looked good in Milan yeah. doesn't seem to play well in no, Chiswick exactly. High Road. <laughs> exactly. So uh, that yellow duffel coat you think would have been <laughs> I'd say so yeah and uh, talking of outerwear uh, Rob Catterson who we always speak to yeah from Paddy Power yeah Paddy Power he gives us all of his tips from the horse's yes, mouth yeah, he does. yeah. and is he, doesn't he do the uh, the football betting with the attitude he does now and again yeah attitude yeah. foundation because yeah, he didn't get him. my joke he came over and I said uh, it's another opportunity for us to lose money for the attitude foundation yeah he just looked at me he took thought, it quite literally didn't he <laughs> yeah well that's, let's be honest that's what we do every week but when we was, try and put our accumulators honestly, together he's wearing a jacket it on it and he, it said on it 2013 <laughs> I wouldn't wear a jacket it's nine, vintage nine years old mate it's really. vintage what's wrong with you well nothing but not if it actually says the date on it basically it. says I was there in 2013 <laughs> doesn't it I was there that it day it wasn't good yes but never mind what can you do uh, anything else you want to well, discuss? Yes, the young Callum Scott Howells. Uh, yeah. Which, he, he, it was amazing, wasn't it? He started, he bet on the first race and he didn't really know what he was doing. So I explained, you know, I gave him a little explanation on how to bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, going well. Yeah, great. Yeah. What a great person. Well, no, he didn't know what he, because he, he basically was betting yeah. on the nose, wasn't he? And he said, yeah. we said, well, you could have gone each way because you would have yeah. got second. And he said, what's that? So we said, well, and so he explained, yeah, explained it. it. So By the end of the day, he's going, oh, I'm on a reverse forecast. <laughs> reverse forecast. <laughs> yeah, he's a Yankee. Ten he's months time, bit gamblers anonymous. Well yeah, done. Of course not. And of course not. No, he's a too far too sensible a lad. <laughs> uh, he is. That's true. And Matt from the PDC, the darts was here. Wasn't yeah, he? and Matt uh, Porter. Yeah, we yeah. saw Matt. He yeah. said hello. He said hello, Paul. And when he walked past me, he went, "Cheers, Ian." <laughs> Ian. He may have been talking to someone else. No, he wasn't. He did what's your What's your middle name? Ian. That is freakish. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know how he knew. He's an Andy Jacobs completist, <laughs> is Matt. Next time we see him, he knows he's been on your wiki page that says your dad invented the Muppet. Exactly right. He's probably, yeah, he's looking part of a Muppet fortune. I know I certainly am. And Rupert told us, that, I mean, we were talking about Charlie Deutsch there, who was yeah. unplatting the horse's uh, mane. Yes. And uh, Charlie Deutsch's brother, Rupert. That does sound us. like a euphemism. What have you been up to? <laughs> Oh, sorry about that. I've been unplatting the horse's mane. I wonder what it was. 
appalling. It's a good idea, really. Yeah. But he told I'm us... I'm just... <laughs> hang on, boys. Uh, well, I'll have to leave you. I'm just off to unplat the horse's mane. Very much you know so. what it means. But feel free to use it and see if anybody just accepts it for what it is. It worked. But he said... Uh, he was discussing him. He knows the family and everything. He said, well, he said oh, uh, Charlie Deutsch's brother is in the... He's a neighbouring sheep farmer. He's so country far, isn't he? Yeah. Honestly, he could present country far. He'd he be could. excellent for it. Didn't he? he tell us his driveway's about four miles long or something? <laughs> Who, Charlie Deutsch's no, brother? Uh, no, no. <laughs> Rupert <laughs> Bell. It's got a four-mile drive. It's got potholes in it, apparently. I know, and he says down is, to him to fix Mrs. them. Mrs. Bell's not happy about the potholes. OK, well, a little bit of domestic uh, <laughs> news there from our uh, big race commentator. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. And uh, last night, actually, in the, in the hotel, mm. we were following so much sport that we had Chelsea on your iPad. Yes. We had the Arsenal game on my phone. Yeah. You had Jed Spence's goal on your phone. We were watching the goals and in the Jamie, Jamie was watching the cricket. Yeah. It was like Alan Brazil's sports bar and it, it's not a mini It is sports bar and grill, wasn't it, in Waterloo? We're all basically holding up screens all the time. Is that it? That's it. For I think you've exhausted it now. Well, I don't I, know. I, I'm sorry, I've really got to go off and unplant the horse's mane. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. We're going to go out and about with Charlie Baker again. He's uh, Throughout the week, he's been uh, doing the rounds, catching up with people. Let's see what he's up to now. Charlie. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Paul. You find me in the 480 restaurant with Neil Phillips. And Neil is a horse tipster and a wine tipster and the sommelier for the course. So, Neil, my first question is, how do you get the greatest job in the world? Well, you actually just start tasting wine. When, you're at, when I did my degree, I was probably the only person tasting wine. But I got into horse racing when I was about five. I come from Gloucestershire, and I wanted to be a horse racing commentator. So that's how I started on the racing. When I went to uni, I started tasting wine. I thought I'd better bring it all together, really, with some food. Now, of course. Now, all the food, like yourself from Gloucestershire, is locally sourced. Uh, tell us what you've been doing with the food um, over the course of the festival. I am locally sourced. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what we've done. So, great concept by Warren O'Connor, the head chef at Cheltenham Racecourse. We wanted to actually have most of the products here coming from within 60 miles of the racecourse, okay. 480 furlongs. Lovely. So it's brilliant because you've got, you've got some Cheltenham pudding here. We've got some Winston's ice cream coming from Minchinhampton near Stroud where I was brought up. Dalesford cheeses as well. So it's just adding something special to the menu. It's first year we've done this concept and here we are just getting a brilliant, brilliant response. Great atmosphere, great colours on the menu as well. It's brilliant. Makes it unique to Cheltenham, of course. Now we've got some drinks here. Got some. I'm assuming that's a gin and tonic, is it? Well done, Charlie. That's Thank a gin and tonic. Well, he's really good. Uh, it's Cotswold gin. <laughs> so we got Cotswold gin. So yeah. keeping the theme going here, Cotswold gin, really, really good distillery, doing a great job. Based near Ships and on Sour. I really like the gin. We might have a quick taste with this tonic. I think. Quick taste of the Cotswold gin. Now that's very nice. That's very nice. I know it's. Um, what, what's, what's particular to the Cotswolds for that? Not built, in a, not uh, brewed in a bathtub like some gins I drink. This is all really authentic stuff. And I think I really like what the Cotswold Gin Company have been doing. They've got a great reputation. They get lots of... And actually, lots of people know about them. Lots of people know about the Cotswolds. So that's great. But also, we're going to taste from them. Just got a nice little mix here. A little bit of bramble coming up. Bramble, is, yeah, bramble so, gin, is this? Yeah, so we've got... Uh, ginger, we've got some lime juice here, we've got some myrrh in here, and we've got obviously Cotswold gin in here as well, just to do something different. The guests, okay. nice bit of colour here. I think we should have a taste of here. Taste of this. Here we go. Great radio. Oh, that's beautiful. That on a on a summer's day, a wedding or something, or even a day's racing, 
utterly perfect. It is, and it's been really proper. People want something want the classic gin and tonic, or they want something fruitier that's got a real punch to it. It's absolutely brilliant. I, mean, I always prefer something fruitier. I don't know about <laughs> anybody else. And we've got some beautiful food here as well. Yeah, so we've got this wonderful Cheltenham pudding here. So all locally sourced products here, and a beautiful tart here as well. So it's a really nice slice there you've got. And sort of almost like a sort of Bakewell tart in a way, okay. but very but local. But the other thing is, throughout the menu, it's just the colours. We've got a Warren O'Connor because he comes around here. He's done lots of things of working with local people. We use Hobbs Bakery. I go and buy all my bread from them typically. So this is what is really nice. You just recognise lots of producers. And one thing as well, just quickly, people want to know about provenance a lot more than they used to, and that's a really really key thing. Like a horse. You want to you know where it's come you from. You most definitely do that. And I've been studying the form for weeks in the build-up. Now, come on. We've got the blue ribbon of the, the festival week with the Beadles Cheltenham Gold Cup. And I'm actually going to go for Galvin there. Not too original. Right at the top of the market. By the way, I've got to say, it's a really fantastic renewal. He won here last year in the National Hunt Chase. What we've got here, the ground's going to be a bit more tested than we expected it to be. I think Galvin's got a great chance. Now, yeah, that's, that's a favourite. You've given us, yeah, a, yeah, you've given us a favourite, a, a real winner, though, so we can all bank on that one. Give us a long shot. Give us an each-way bet for earlier in the day. Right, running in, in what, first street. Look out for first street running in the 210. About 16 to 1, 18 to 1 each way. Really talented horse. Was third here last time. I like the speed here. like the ground. And he's improving all the time. That's what you're looking for in a handicap race. So look out for First Street, and I think Galvin will win that Boodles Cheltenham Gold Cup. There we are. I think it's the gin talking. But we're <laughs> going to say cheers, the, cheers to the Gold Cup. Cheers, Neil Phillips. Cheers. Cheers, Charlie. Cheers, everyone. Thank you, Charlie. Yes. Yeah, good work. Yeah, never mind products that are locally sourced. I'd say on the source more yeah. like it. <laughs> and it's always that conjuring up that lovely image. Andy Smart's with us, as Charlie's saying. If you're yeah. at a wedding, say, on a summer's <laughs> day, it's perfect. Why is it never... Uh, <laughs> From the bottle on a park bench <laughs> in your underpants in the rain. Because <laughs> from a pier, that's not great. That's not a great way to sell a product, no. is it? Really? Yeah. And he's very excited because I just told him he'll be judging Cheltenham's reddest face. Tomorrow. Well, yeah, tomorrow we've been compiling the competition, Cheltenham's reddest face. Because it's, 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 like, it's like Brazil and the World Cup, isn't it? I've won it so many times. You have. I'm allowed to keep the trophy. <laughs> yeah, you, you are. are. You're like the Ruby Walsh of Cheltenham's reddest face. So you're now the judge. So right. Okay. Jamie, yeah, so, he's got about half a dozen at least. Yeah. Yeah, there's one today, which is quite expected. The ladies, the guy standing next to, is wearing a red dress as by way of comparison. So, now the Cheltenham pudding, or this is Andy's nickname today after his day's punting. Um, but you know, you did say to us a bit earlier on. I can't remember whether it was on air or off, but it's probably worth reiterating. Yeah, yeah. It's this a, it's day, hard this day is hard. The Thursday. Tell us why. Well, you've got the bigger, bigger handicaps, and you've you haven't got the 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 uh, Grade One races. Uh, the Grade One seem to be a lot easier to pick a winner out but uh, it's been a good day's racing I, mm. I just haven't been able to find a winner yet no. really and for well, you I had, I had Alahu that's, I, yes. I, I had one but that was odds on so it's, uh, it's a given but I'm looking, I'm looking third. forward to, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to the, uh, the Gold Cup tomorrow yeah. Big one, yeah. so um, what do you fancy for the Gold Cup then well I, I, you've got to go with uh, Rachel she was so lucky uh, unlucky last year but she she uh, she had the choice of two horses and she picked the wrong one yeah. she picked the second um, and I think she's definitely got uh, the right one this time she's going for Apple Utah, but it's three to one favourite and then you've got to look at Royal Pagal which is um, 
<laughs> Our old friend Venetia Williams. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's dried out, don't bother. It hasn't dried out. If you look out you there, it's cut. So? I know. No, we it, were looking at it. It looked quite dusty at times. You know, no, no, it it's it's really? cu it's cutting up, especially on the, on, uh, after they come down the hill. It's, uh, it's right. still cutting up out there. So she's got a good chance with that. And um, and the, 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 the Fry brothers have got protectorate if, uh, if, you, if you want to back a, a GB horse. Um, is it is it a race that tends to be won by favourites, the Gold Cup? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, not always, no. Mm. Um, but uh, I mean, some of them, like Kauto Star and Denman, they were obviously favourites when they won it. But uh, no, it, 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 you can get a complete outsider on, on a Gold Cup. Is it the richest race of the week? It is the yeah. biggest race of okay. the week. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's it's, it's a, it is the one that everyone wants to win. It is a lovely trophy. It's quite a diminutive one. We saw Rupert. He did a, a preview night and they had the Gold Cup there. It's, yeah, yeah. it's not the Champions League trophy, is no, it? No, but no, it's no. a love. It's a beautiful trophy. Oh yeah, it's much coveted. Yeah. 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 Have you ever got your hands on it? Uh, you ever drunk <laughs> no. champagne from it at John Joe's yard? The sort of life you've led, I'm expecting you to say yes. Of course he has. No, no. Drinking champagne no. from Ruby's racing boots. <laughs> I, I'm not going down that route. No. <laughs> I'll mad. tell you off air. Yes. <laughs> Good. So to conclude, Andy, is there anything you want to share with the class? Well, I mean, apart from your misery today, <laughs> no. having a poor day's punter, I, I did which feel... I think you've covered brilliantly. <laughs> Thank you very much. And the fact your disappointment that you you had a, a double, uh, which involved Paul Town and not falling off that horse in the first race, that that you basically bet on twice by accident, and so you would have got double bubble. On. I know. But you know, I, I think can't believe it's five to four. I feel I haven't been part of the show today. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I felt like that for most of the week. I, I, kind of, I felt like I felt like my sh the show here has been getting in the way of your punting so I do apologise if it <laughs> no, it's has fine. but one thing I'd say is that you know as a former producer of oh, yeah. some note yeah. if, if the stars like David and Frank had asked me for cheesecake yeah. I'd have gone to the ends of the earth to yeah. get them I'm, I'm on it. all I'm saying is that yeah. some cheesecake came up at 3.30 <laughs> the producer went up to get himself some I said oh cheesecake and I'll have some cheesecake and he, he said will you <laughs> he said oh you want me to get, get it, it for did. you do you it's great. I can't move I can't move unlike you goes and looks balcony and watches the right I can't move I'm stuck here in case the line goes down so I can cover for you that's true see there we are little insight there but I got I reluctantly got my cheesecake well good I'm yeah. glad for you you deserve it yes that's you right. did that's absolutely true you've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4pm on TalkSport so there we are that was this afternoon's show we'll do it all again it's Gold Cup Day tomorrow our final day at Cheltenham so do hope you can join us if not the podcast will be Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.